0: Welcome in to the Saturday edition of the Financial Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on December 17th, and I am feeling really, really, really good. (laughs) I have just completed all the audiobook projects, except for one. I'm producing one for somebody. It's a female voice, and I'm producing that, but it's moving along well. So I'm going to get all of this cleared out. The two books for Ray Merriman have been sent off to Audible and they will pontificate and hopefully have those up uh, next week or two. I'll let you know. Fred's book on clearing entities is absolutely amazing and we will be talking to him about that, I hope, from his home in early January. So life around here is good. All right, let's do what we do on Saturdays and read the newsletter from Ray Merriman. This is from the website MMACycles.com. There's a free version. If you go to the top of that website, there's a free weekly forecast link. You click on that, you get the current week. He always begins with a couple of quotes. This one is from foxbusiness.com yesterday, Friday, December 16th. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is nosediving again on Friday following another Federal Reserve decision to hike interest rates. And the second quote to kick things off is from last week's column, mmacycles.com. Ray said the Sun-Neptune square has a strong correlation to reversals in the Dow Jones Industrial Average within four trading days. Like all aspects with Neptune, this one, too, can correspond with hopes and wishes about the future of equity prices. However, if it corresponds with a high or a secondary high to the crest of December 1st and 2nd, it could lead to a sharp reversal down into and beyond the Jupiter-Uranus semi-square of December 23rd. And sure enough, as he says in this week's column, the U.S. and many other world stock indices topped out last week, December 13th and 14th, and began a nosedive as the cosmos shifts from Neptune's irrational exuberance to the more chaotic Jupiter-Uranus theme that culminates next week. Oh boy, oh boy. (laughs) The Dow Jones Industrial Average, for example, peaked at 34,712 on December 13th, its highest level since April, and was up 21% from its yearly low of 28,660 back on October 13th. But by Friday, just three trading days lower, It declined to a low of 32,654, a decline of over 2,000 points and nearly 6%. This fits with our studies reported in the Ultimate Book on Stock Market Timing, Volume 3, Geocosmic Correlations to Trading Cycles. Those studies show a 78% rate of frequency to 4% or greater reversals in the Dow Jones Industrial Average within four days of the Sun-Neptune waning square. Monday will be the fourth day. Maybe we can get Ray to put that book on audio because this is really his brilliance, is these cycles. He has a whole collection of this kind of material after doing this for about 50 years. It was also interesting, he says, to note that when Fed Chair Powell spoke on December 14th, Transiting Mars retrograde was conjunct with the Federal Reserve Board's natal Saturn at 13 degrees Gemini, which is also in opposition to the Fed's natal Mercury at 13 degrees Sagittarius. The Fed was indeed stuck, Mars retrograde, that's me saying, in a manner associated with that aspect. That is, if they acted too aggressively, Mars, it would risk injury or accident. If it behaved too conservatively, Saturn, it would risk criticism for being too slow to act. Mars-Saturn is an aspect of frustration because you can't easily do what you want to do in the time that you want to do it. It indicates delay and danger if you continue to push too hard. So the Fed did pull back to a half-point rate hike, down from the prior hikes of three-quarters of a percent. But then it also warned that there were more hikes to come. That's what frustrated the investment community, which suddenly spoke out that these rate hikes would lead the United States and the world into a recession. Of course, coming on the heels of Neptune's two-week binge into fantasy land, many of the same analysts had purported there would be no recession ahead. It was therefore a week typical of Neptune fog, but also typical of Mars-Saturn frustration on the part of the Fed, in that they can't seem to get the inflation trend quickly to where they want. The longer this continues, the more likely it will lead to a recession, or maybe worse. Maybe we don't see the light at the end of the rate hike tunnel until after Mars makes its third and final passage of the Federal Reserve Board's Saturn, which will be Valentine's Day 2023. Or maybe it takes until late March, when Mars finally leaves Gemini for the next two years. Gold and silver also had sudden and sharp reversals from their recent rallies. Gold soared to a new cycle high of 1836.90 on December 13th, its largest rally of the year following its 16-month cycle trough of 1618.30 back on November 3rd. Silver was even more impressive, rising to $24.39 on December 13th, up smartly from its yearly low of 17.40 on September 1st, but both fell sharply after that, gold down to 17.82 and silver down to 22.73 by Friday. Bitcoin followed the same pattern, it reached a five-week high of 18.370 on Wednesday, December 14th, but by Friday It was back to 16,744. The test to Bitcoin's longer-term cycle lows is again underway. So in summation, we can say that the cosmic climate is chaos and confusion. We are moving from confusion, Neptune, back to chaos, Uranus. May take a couple of weeks to sort it all out. But first, we have another bout with Mercury retrograde, the trickster, looming on the horizon. Now, short-term geocosmics. First of all, a quote from the Wall Street Journal, Friday, December 16th. This is from an article entitled, A World of Tighter Money. Quote, the message to financial markets is that the global monetary policy is going to get appreciably tighter. After Mr. Powell delivered a hawkish message Wednesday. The main exceptions are the Bank of Japan, which is hopeless, and possibly the Bank of England, which is hapless. All of this heralds much tighter global financial conditions to come, which no doubt contributed to Thursday's sharp sell-off in equities. And this from the Associated Press, December 14th, entitled Fusion Breakthrough Could Be a Game Changer. Scientists announced Tuesday that they have, for the first time, produced more energy in a fusion reaction that was used to ignite it a major breakthrough in the decades-long quest to harness the process that powers the sun. Unlike other nuclear reactions, it doesn't create radioactive waste. End quote. Now it's the end-of-the-year holiday season. However, there's no vacation for the cosmos, as it readies for a slew of interesting planetary signatures. On Tuesday, December 20th, Jupiter will exit its last passage through Pisces for this cycle, and begin its final lap through Aries until May 16th. It then enters the lush and fertile sign of Taurus for the next year. As it approaches Aries next week, the guns of war start up again from Russia toward Ukraine. As a result, the equity prices of weapons manufacturers may rally. But that could change after May when the world has grown tired of it all and wants to get serious about two of the prime values of Taurus, safety and security. On December 21st, the winter solstice takes place as the sun ingresses into Capricorn, always a time for deep reflection, such as, what are we doing? Where are we going? What do we want to do differently in the next year? One of the things to do differently will be changing the dynamics of war, but it will be a longer process than wished for unless new rules and laws are created. I think there will be. The next two days, and this article is written for Monday, so this would be Monday and Tuesday, we'll find Sun square Jupiter, Venus trine Uranus, and Jupiter in a semi-square to Uranus. It's that chaos of Uranus receiving the semi-square from exaggerative Jupiter in two different aspects that is driving the market this coming week. The two together have a knack for breaking down support and or resistance in exaggerated moves. The inability of the markets to respect support and resistance continues to another level when the trickster Mercury retrograde returns December 29th through January 18th. Just 6 days before it returns, Mars will end its retrograde motion on January 12th, followed by Uranus doing the same on January 22nd. So it's destined to be a wild period for financial markets, and likely a time of sharp market reversals from whatever trends are underway at the time. Yet, there is something exciting about the forthcoming Uranus signatures of December 22nd through January 22nd even more so when Pluto enters Aquarius, which is Uranus's home sign, on March 23rd. We got a glimpse of this with last week's announcement about the breakthrough in the quest to harness fusion energy. We've said it before, and we will say it again. As Uranus enters Gemini and trines Pluto in Aquarius in 2025 and 2026, while at the same time Saturn and Neptune enter Aries, and sextile both Uranus and Pluto, the world has an opportunity to commence a renaissance, a revolution in communications that propels humanity into a bright new future. It may be the crossing point between humanity's reliance on fossil fuels and the emergence of new applications of alternative energies that benefit the environment and humankind in a myriad of new ways that we can only imagine today. Yes, as we discussed last week, and in our upcoming Forecast 2023 book and audiobook, we will s- <laughs> had to get that in there. We will be on parallel paradigm tracks between war and destruction versus innovation, new scientific and extraterrestrial discoveries and creativity. One paradigm will likely lead to the awareness of the urgent need for the other. And that ends our newsletter for this week. And of course, next week, there will not be one because of the Christmas holiday weekend. We'll take a break here, too. I have really not much else to contribute to that. I did try to do a little trading myself this past week. I had one day that I was too distracted and I shouldn't have been. So I folded the laptop screen down and then I had a pretty good day on Friday. So We'll see how this volatility continues. Uh, I've got a little system that works well with that volatility, so I'm looking forward to a good week, even though it's a holiday coming up. Markets get really, really slow on very thin volume for the next two weeks and then pick back up, of course, after New Year's. Good time to rest, good time to reset, and of course, by the time it does pick back up, as he said, Mercury will be in retrograde. You guys have a wonderful weekend and week ahead. I'll be here all week. I'm going to be hitting the road hopefully, so some of this will be back from the van, Lord Jupiter. <laughs> I'm going to have fun, hopefully. We'll see how it goes. Have a great one. See you Monday.